Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Thursday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, Bill Bush, an early break, full show ahead, lots to get to. We did survive the roads getting here. I'd say about, what, three to four inches out there, guys? What's I your, think, I think there's a solid 4.4. 4.4 inches. It's still coming 4. down 4. pretty 4. good. It is yeah. still snowing. It is, yeah. Why don't you go to the other decimal? Yeah. Decimal. Decimal. Yeah. Decibel? Decimal. Decimal. Decibel, I think, would be Decibel volume. sound. That'd be <laughs> decimal is, you know, a imagine, value. Imagine that in, in, in the state. Let's turn up the decimals. <laughs> yeah. Let's turn up the decimals. What did he say? <laughs> what did he say? Decibels. <laughs> Stand down. You, you, always, you always see that, like, the how loud is it? That's the decimal counter. Yeah, it's not pretty out there. I mean, everybody, I, I just want a public service announcement. Take a little extra time if you're yes, going seriously. somewhere. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not joking around now. Um, it's the roads are not plowed. No, it, they're, no, they're not. not trust plowed. me, I, it was it was unreal. I thought in. the worst was O Street. I, 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 I'm coming down O Street. You came out that same way, and like right at the bottom of the hill uh, before you get up here, it was like choppy, like very choppy out there. Uh, but here we are. We yeah, made it. Yeah. Oh, uh, we have some. We yeah, have a we, gift. we got a gift from a listener. It's uh, some cheese popcorn, cheddar it, popcorn. It's addressed to the early show. So we must have a new name, the early we, show. It's not a well, bad name. It's not a bad name. The, the, just the early just show. Just the early show. We'll yeah. think about it. Yeah. I mean, now our show is called Early Break. That's right. And yeah. but so thank we haven't you. changed anything. No, no, we haven't. But thank you for the the popcorn. Yes. By the way, on the on the YouTube already, Todd listening in Thailand says no Cliff Kingsbury in sight yet. Awesome. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where to direct you. <laughs> Search harder. Come look, on. Keep looking. Keep <laughs> looking. Keep, stay stay there. with it. Stay with there. it. Having never been to Thailand, I don't have any recommendations no. on where you might I don't find. either. What's the humidity right now? I'd like to know that also. Good. Probably. I don't know. Very high, I think. I think Thailand has some fabulous beaches. Is that it? Is that why Kingsbury might be there? Well, I think that's why people the go there. Uh, who's the person in Thailand? That's uh, it's, it's in a Todd. 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 Todd, if there are fabulous beaches, please Yeah, please let YouTube us, us back. Let us know. Yeah. Oh so yeah, we got here. We got a lot we got a lot of things to discuss. We have our co- does everybody have their coffee? I got my coffee. I got my coffee. Let's talk. Yeah, it's, it was ready to go before you, you guys got here. Let's talk. You had some idle chit chat you want to get to no, uh, it's sponsored by It's already it's, care. Care. it's already in. It's what already, is it? It's already in like that. We can start with it. What's that? What's that? You, you, you already had on there that no 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 no. Snow? Raquel Welch. Okay, we can go there. Yeah, Raquel Welch passed away age 82 yesterday. I'm sure you guys have fond memories of Raquel Welch, oh, what would the be actress. Your, what would be your favorite movie, Sip? What was that face for? What would be your favorite Raquel Welch movie? I don't have one. Oh, really? You know Mother, she is. Mother Jugs and Speed? Oh, my. Mother Jugs and Speed? That was a classic. That was. She should have got Oscar consideration from that yeah, one. And then, I, then, and then, are you then, aware of who she is? Okay, just make okay. I, I Absolutely, assume, okay, yeah. I just assume so. Making yeah. sure the movie yes. Mother Jugs and Speed was an okay, outstanding. Okay, well, that's a good movie. Oh, outstanding. Who was who was uh, Cosby was in it, and somebody else. Cosby, was in it, but they, they were EMTs. Cosby. 
At that, Bill uh, Cosby? Yes. Bill, Bill yes. Cosby. Did yes. Okay. It was out, but then also she was also the love interest in Grumpier Old Men. Oh, that's true. That was I have seen that. Yeah, and that was a good movie. Yeah, that was outstanding. Yeah. So, so today, tough day for me. I'm just going to tell you that up front. Every day is a tough day for you. Um, is, is, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is with the blizzard. I'm sorry. You got a blizzard and then this loss. Right. So, yeah. Tough day for Bill. Tough, tough, tough day, day for yeah. Bill. Yeah. Okay. So, RIP. Your old man is just a, is outstanding. Yeah. Because you, you could play one of the parts in that. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> so Raquel Welch, RIP. 80, 82 years old. Eighty-two. Mother Jugs yeah. and Speed. Yeah, I kind of remember that. I've never movie, heard of the movie. You first saw Grumpy Old Men. She was a love that, interest. Yeah. She was very gorgeous. I mean, well, she's a very gorgeous, gorgeous woman. person. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Always was. Yeah, woman. But you came in this morning very upset about a parade situation. So yeah, we'll, we'll get to that here now. And that's what you brought you up. You want to do that now? Yeah, I do. I, you want some, this, I would think this qualifies as idle. No, no, it goes along with the, the main topic here yeah. a little bit. Okay. Uh, that was Idle Chit Chat, sponsored by Newton's Lawn Care. Call them today at 402-440-6297 to get a free quote for a 2023 lawn fertilizer program. By the way, before that, on the YouTube stream, Todd uh, says humidity always high in Thailand mm-hmm. and yes to fabulous beaches in Thailand. Todd, Todd thank you yeah. for being part of our That's show. That's a lot of information. That is awesome. Todd, thank you. Thanks for – yeah, we – well, he's up and ready. He was up and ready. Yeah, that was that's what was nice. I mean, he was yeah. logged in at six oh one. I got yeah. a, I got a text. Logged I got a, I got a just remember it's not six oh one there, and we know Sipple struggles hard with the time difference. <laughs> he is just like what 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 do you mean it's tomorrow? Oh boy. You guys you guys really messed up before we move on. I, I can't confirm this, but this guy might be wrong. Ryan in Delaware says that Raquel Welch was not in Grumper Old Man. That was Sophia Loren. It was. Are you sure? It was. You <laughs> oh, moron. <laughs> hey, we try to be sure? right on this show. Are you sure? <laughs> you moron. Are you sure it's Sophia Loren? <laughs> well, they're both beautiful. And Raquel, if, if if Bill's wrong, we tell you all the time, we're not coming on here with wrong this information. I'm, I'm going I'm to check this out right now. I still think it was her. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, it looks like it was <laughs> Sophia yeah, Loren right. from the cast right there. <laughs> well, good, you know, it was a good try, Bill. Good try. We, you go, yeah. You had, you had the and first And they're both one. very gorgeous women of the same yes. sort of like yeah. age Sophia, group. Sophia Loren was, yeah. was the girl. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank you, Thank you Todd. to Ryan. 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 That was Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. That was that a test, one. and you failed, Sip, because you said you, no you did say that you, was no test. You, you agreed with, like, she was beautiful Oh, you really going to pass You're really going to pass this off? Well, I'll take 64% of it. 64 or 94. But you could at least stop and just said, hold it now. Time out. You're like, you're like she was unbelievable. <laughs> well, okay. You want to hey, address? We're all here in the snow. You want to address the parade issue quick? I do. Or, how, how do you want to do it, Jake? Well, I wa- we can go to the parade here because yesterday the the Chiefs had their celebration parade for winning the Super Bowl in Kansas City. It was cold as you'd expect in the middle of February. People were out. A million people or so, eight hundred thousand to a million people were in attendance for this parade. And, you know, obviously at parades, these guys let loose. The season's over. They can enjoy life and and be like us and party when their tough season's over. And you had a problem with that, Sip. No, do we have to have them? Do we have to have a celebration parade? Do you have to have a parade? Do you? I mean, I'm just asking. Does every championship and every major league have a a sort of this grotesque display of, I mean, just it's, it's not a. It doesn't. It's not a good look for anybody. Did, did LSU have a parade following their title in 2019? Bill? Yeah, we had a huge one, and you, you, we threw beads to everybody. It was you, you kind of wound. That through, sounds fun. You wound through campus, ended up at the PMAC. That would be the Pete Maravich uh, did basketball you wind arena, through the... and it was outstanding there. But but uh, there was no um, 
uh, was, it was all coaches, players. Then we had a big celebration inside like that, but there was no drinking or anything. I'm sure there was a, a, outside. There was ample amounts. Of I'm course, sure, it's fine. I can guarantee yeah, there was ample amounts. I just don't. I, I just have, wonder if it's necessary. I mean, is it necessary? It, it, it's a way for the fans to see their players, which could be role models and idols in a, in a, a humanized sense, basically. I mean, they're humanized. They're, they're not. They're, in, they're humanized. Not on the field. They don't have their pads on. Their helmets are off. They're they're, they're normal people celebrating like they were celebrating. Right. Yeah, I don't want to go too far down the road. I just saw the video and it just kind of looks like it doesn't need to happen. Is what you tell saying. me that if Nebraska won a national championship, you wouldn't want to have a parade here. You'd be like, no, Dick God, we don't need the damn parade. We just won the game. There'd That's be, good enough. Now wait a second. No parade wait necessary. A second. When they won the na- national, they've done this before. You know, Nebraska's won. The it's national. been a long time, but there wasn't parades that I can remember. They had a for. There's definitely a celebration at the Bob Devaney Sports Center. I can remember that, but if there were parades, the text line will have to let me know because I missed the parades. What text line? What was was there? Were there parades following Nebraska's national championships in either the seventies or the nineties? Ninety four, ninety five, ninety seven. I do not remember any parades down Ocean. I don't know, so, I Jake. Been... I don't know what you're talking about exactly. I didn't say there was. I'm just saying you he... said if Nebraska wins a national what title, if they did there'll, now? Be a, there'll be a parade. Well, they've won three and there were no. Parades. I, I would bet right now if it happens, since they've been so bad, you know, not you know, they've, they've not won for a long time, they'd probably have a parade now. And it'd be embraced here. People would show up and they'd be ecstatic to be there. Well, I can't argue against your hypothetical. It's a great I, hypothetical. Right. I can't. You you have something that's not ever happened, on, and you say it's going to happen. So I will, yeah. If I can't I, argue against yeah, that. If Nebraska wins a championship, I'm gonna be they're going to have foot, a damn I'm going to be seven here. foot by July 1. <laughs> I will be seven foot tall by July 1. It's getting surgery or something. No, I'm not. I'm just gonna, no, I'm growing. How can you prove I'm not? I will be I, I, seven oh, I one, and I will be in the NBA on July one. At the same age that yeah. you're at currently, <laughs> I mean, what, what, what? I mean, what, how can I argue against your? If you're gonna have your a, dream, Corey says there wasn't a parade, but there should have been a parade. Uh, so that, that helps me out. Thanks, Corey. Doesn't really help you at all. It does actually. In fact, they regret it, not having the parade. No, it doesn't help you mm. one bit. Because he said there wasn't a parade, but there and you said if there was a national title, they'll have a parade. Okay, all right. What else will they do, Jake? Tell me what else they'll do. They got to change colors to green and gold. I mean, if they had the parade, it'd be critical in the state of Nebraska that the Shriners are there, driving those little carts and then the wheelie. I just car don't think it's that necessary. That's, I, that's where I stand. Alert, alert, Shriners. Million what, people. What, why do you, why don't why can't you just have fun with the parade? And they, I think the you people, know why. The you know of why. Kansas City were having a great time yesterday. Now you know why. We had our you're, own thoughts about play. the actual players and how they represented themselves in certain circumstances. Right. But again, that's your your favorite players. If you're, if you're Chiefs fans, I guess that yeah. you can just talk to and throw a beer to. That's pretty cool. <laughs> talk to them. Anyway, that's why. Steve Sipple strongly against parades. Yeah, celebrations for, overrated. For, Don't celebrate parades in general. So, like even like a Fourth of July. No, no, parade. no. These parades so you wouldn't for go the to Seward or anything these like that. These parades for the team are completely unnecessary. Didn't happen here. Didn't happen here. Uh, Faisal says I was I was at the celebration at the Devaney Center. Waited outside for the team to arrive for like two or three hours, freezing my butt off. Yeah, that was. So it wasn't a parade, but there's a party in some yeah, capacity. It was at the good. Devaney it Center. was a good party too, by the way. It was not a parade. 
Uh, Casey in Topeka says, Sip is literally being a grumpy old man right now, as he talked about the movie earlier. Well, no, I'm not being gr- grumpy. I just don't... He's all grumpy. I'm, oh, yeah, he's very he grumpy. Says, don't celebrate your championship And then, and then all the of a sudden, I'll be 7-1. What, that just came well, out Well, it's of, hypothetical. That, you know, but just, that, I mean, I can't that argue, analogy is, is, is awful. I can't argue against hypotheticals. Yeah. I mean... Tyler says you're being an old curmudgeon right now. I am yeah. not being an old curmudgeon. Someone, please, on the text line... Stick up for Sipple because yeah. I think it's going to be an offer. I think you're going to maybe. Does anyone fight. feel like Sip anyone. stands on parades after championships is valid? Don't celebrate the damn thing. I don't. Austria. I think, no, no, no. I'm not saying. I'm not saying you don't celebrate. What, what's your idea for celebrating that the fans well, have, be a part like, of? have open up the arena downtown and have like a a, a celebration in there. Now there was a million people. You can't thinking. put a million people. Right. In the dome. That'd be very hard. Right. Be very tight. Right. Talk about concession problems. Yeah. Put a million people that in PBA. Right there. We're going to be up against know. it. I, I'm just watch the videos and tell me what you think. And I and I know you know what I'm talking about. So, I, yeah. Well, Travis Kelsey was having a good time. Patrick Mahomes was definitely drunk. But but again, that's fun. That's fun for the fans of Kansas City. Now, am I an envious Dolphins fan looking at that? Yes, I want that for myself. And I told you, if the Dolphins won, I would be at the parade. I would go to Miami. I'd be there. That I would, could, that I'd would, call it from there. The live feed yeah. would be outstanding. Yeah, I suppose. Oh, what was the title of my book? I missed out on all the fun. Yeah. So what, are you surprised yeah. by this stance? No. You, you, yeah. Well, you have a chance at fun, and you're, you're willingly missing out on it. So that, that's your own choice I think at that you one. Could, yeah, I don't know how you – I don't know. Just It doesn't look like a good thing to me. And plus, okay. I don't like crowds. So. Okay, well, that's your own – that's your own stance. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't feel that way, yeah. but you'd be more there. power to you. You'd be in Miami. Okay, regard- acting like a complete regarding ass. a real. I would be the ass yeah, the parade. Yeah, I would yeah. be. <laughs> regarding a real question uh, involving the Chiefs and their parade and, and their celebration, I, I have a question that has been bothering me for a while because we've discussed on the show how it is much easier to build a dynasty in college because you don't get punished for great years; you get rewarded. But I, I would ask this. Uh, why is it so hard to find the right guys in management for these different franchises? Like the Lions forever have been a joke. The Browns forever have been a joke, despite a couple years where they've bounced up to make the playoffs. Mostly a bad franchise that cannot get it right at certain spots, bad draft choices despite high draft choices. And the Chiefs have just, with with Veach, and then before him, uh, Pioli was good as a GM. They just have been getting it right. Why is it so hard to find those right guys as as a GM and make those picks? I'm not sure how the reason why it's so hard to find them. Just that obviously it, is, it takes a very special person to be able to do that, and then to be able to work. The, I would imagine the thing that if you went back and had, had an outside firm study someone would be that they're not in total alignment. The ones that are not well, it's not total alignment from top down. That's where the whole. That's where everything falls. Is mm-hmm. from. It could be from the owner. Mm-hmm. How we see it from from the the next, the next, the next. Mm-hmm. How everything works. Like I said you watch, you watch the Steelers. You'd be like the Rooney family, probably in line pretty well with how things work at that at that place. Same thing with the Patriots. The different places that you just know do things the right way. But the total alignment is where everything gets off. If all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's it, it's just that they're everyone. If everyone's an independent contractor, that's Nebraska within. If you're if you're an independent contractor and you're not totally in line from top down with everyone and everything. Uh, I don't know if you could get in a better alignment than what to, to start everything off here than back when it was when Devaney came here and then when Devaney took over as the AD with Coach Osborne. I mean, total alignment, top Pretty down. Alignment. I mean, yeah. all the way down through every area. But So that's the total alignment is where, is where the errors happen. 
and what exactly is needed. There's some there might be some places that are known forever, like they they just love the flashy pick because no one gets excited in the first round when it's like all of a sudden that they take an offensive center. All of a sudden they're like, hey, next on the clock, it's the Titans. It's like, oh, everybody wants if everybody wants the skill guy, they want to have this fancy fancy uh, pick or anything. So that's where the the total alignments where the errors happen. It can and, and now unless unless now it, like when Tom was winning national titles it wasn't total alignment because he and bill Byrne weren't always on the same page but you can overcome that if you have someone as powerful and proficient as osborne osborne could supersede a lot of the misalignment problems because he was tom osborne he was that good but generally i think bill's right and then nebraska's a shining example of misalignment I mean, it's, this place got off the tracks largely because of not what happened in the coaching realm. It was a, I always said it was above the coaches that was the issue, the major issue, you know, going back to the Solich era. Um, Nebraska got out of whack because largely of what was happening above them at the chancellor level, the AD level. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Nebraska is a shining example of this. And, Jake, it's just like anything else in the world. Sometimes you don't have the right people running the ship. You just don't. And it, but it, but some places it happens all the time. Like it, it, yeah, it, it, you have the right people. When when you have a team like whether it's in college or the NFL or, or any professional sport that it consistently loses. If you're the owner, you got to say, "What the hell am I doing? Is, is it me? Well, is it, it me? It can be. Am I hiring the wrong people? Do I have the wrong GM? I, I've been hiring yeah. and firing. What what's what, my problem? What here? have you heard DP say about the Texans? You've heard those. <laughs> DP talk about the Texans. They're just—it's a terrible organization. It is. You know it is. I mean, the the stuff that those guys say about it is—you just—it's no wonder they're terrible, and they'll probably remain terrible for some time until they get new people at the top, right? You've heard well, the stories. The Commanders, Redskins, Daniel Snyder's been there for a long Great time. They've, been, they've just been in chaos ever since he took over the right. Redskins. Really good example. You just have the wrong guys, wrong people. And the Chiefs clearly have the right people. They do. Every, everybody's aligned there. They're all on the same they mission. They seem they, to they, be. Again, and you have Andy Reid, who I, even if they were not, well, I don't know if Andy Reid could overcome GM owner issues or not. But I, if anybody, if I would give him a shot at it if they had that. Like if Andy Reid went to the Texans, could he could he whip that franchise around? Andy Reid as the as the head coach? Yeah. Yes. You yes. think? I think he could. I maybe. Because if you're a GM, you'd better respect Andy Reid because what's he done? He's won two Super Bowls in 4 years. But how rare is Andy Reid? That's, that's also why he's there, rare, right? He's rare. There's always that You'll see it a lot of times when coaches are hired. What's their level that they have? If you had a Bill Parcells, he always started, you know, he wanted to be in, he wanted to have everything, mm-hmm. which means he had final say on everyone that's drafted. He was basically the coach and GM. And so, someplace you don't have that. That's where a big disconnect can be. Also, where the team and the head coach and like that, we need this, and the GM and the owners like, yeah, we're going this way. So that's always there's a, there's a, a classic disconnect in the uh, in the NFL. It also always kind of kind of blows my mind a little bit of the airs in the NFL that you see like the complete bust because you have so much time to spend with them. You get to send them through every mental test, all these different things yeah. that you can do with them. Go work them out. You get to go 100%. to dinner with them 10 times. Yeah. In college, you don't get to do that. How do you because, botch be, it? because you're taking them. In college, you're trying to convince them 
to come to you. And so that, that's, a, that's a whole different schematic of what's going on and how you, how you build your roster. NFL, you, like that, you tell them you're coming. In the and in, in college, you, they tell you if they're coming. Right. Yeah, it's it is. Yeah, it's a good point. It's really hard to understand how teams can botch a first round pick, or like, let alone like the, the number Jets. one overall pick, like the Jets. Zach Wilson, not a good quarterback. How do you do that? How do you like? It's mesmerizing to me that study of the. They Jets. fall in love with the wrong things, right? They like they like his arm strength, and there's, but there's more beyond arm strength that he probably was failing at. They didn't, but they maybe were blinded by. Right? But what were they blinded by, Jake? He looked, he looked good throwing the ball without pads on yeah. in his warm-ups. Yeah. Well, he, he did a lot of stuff on the field. He was good at he BYU. Was really good. He was really but good. But were there signs that he was going to struggle in the NFL at his time at college to make him the number two worthy of the number two overall pick? Just, like I said, did, never played against him, never watched, never really just watched him play. I, th- I thought he was impressive. But to, but to evaluate him as an NFL quarterback, I didn't do that. So I can't, I can't speak but, on but, it. But yeah. they obviously but did. But you know he's been a major league bust. He has been. I, I, he's not done yet, though. He'll still be on the field at some point in time, so he'll still have a chance to potentially recover some. So there's always been, yeah, he will. But, the, but there's Maybe. been just go down the major league bus on in, in NFL first round quarterbacks. Oh, yes. I mean, Ryan Leaf, you can go Jamarcus all the way from, Russell. I mean, all top you know top picks here. And they go that goes on and on and on of, of all the all the errors that that are that, that is, it still shocks me, and that's why the the great teams are like I said like if 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 you're if all seventy of your draft picks are on your team and productive, and then the big thing is though is is the undrafted free agents, because there's going to be four or five of those guys are going to make your team, and do you get the right four or five guys? Right when the, when everything's over and, and round seven, Mr. Irrelevant's done, the phones ring within seconds, mm-hmm. and they have an option for you. We're offering you we're offering you this contract. Are you taking it? Yes or no? That's their ask the question. There is no hang up the phone. You tell me right now, yes or no. Yeah. If they say yes, okay, boom. If they say no, okay, good luck to you. And they just go to the next. And how you hit on some of those is really, really big. You know, who's, you know who's aligned to the Bengals. I mean, Zach, yeah. they got quarterback, head coach, GM, owner, all in alignment. That's why Zach says they'll have to carry me out of here in a casket. Yeah. Zach said that. They'll have to carry me out of here in a casket. Because they, they have the smallest yeah. organization in the NFL. Really? The Bengals do. I, I, somebody can probably prove me wrong on that, but they're the smallest. <laughs> in in what the regard? With the, with, uh, scouts. Scouting system. Oh. All, all, everything goes, oh, absolutely. There's some, like the Cowboys would be, I bet Cowboys have three or four times the employees. Really? That, 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 what the Bengals do. Yeah. yeah. And so it's, it's a very small, small, small that handles the, the decision-making. is a very small group. Zach Taylor talks about it, that, that he's, their total alignment with the GM owner himself I mean, you could go down to the quarterback. I mean, they they they're set there. They're, that that bunch of people going forward will be together, and they'll win. I don't know. I don't know if they'll win a Super Bowl or they played one, right? But and they were close this but, year. But you're probably looking at them and saying they're a playoff team next year, right? Yes. Yeah. You Man, can almost long say time. that. Yeah. Going forward, they're probably going to be a playoff team, and that's part of the reason is they're they're aligned so well. Now, also Joe Burrow helps a lot. Um, but it's not just that. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a fascinating discussion. Bill wasn't here during the Pelini era, but Pelini had to win. win. And Bill, I'm not talking off the cuff here. I, was, I, was, I covered it. I talked to Bo all the time. I talked to people over there all the time. I'm not talking about gossip. I'm not talking. It was rough. It was rough because there was no alignment from the chancellor to the AD to the coach. The coach wouldn't, didn't even talk to the AD. He wanted to, 
the, he was he couldn't could get a hold of him. Well, he couldn't get a hold of him, or he was supposed to go through an intermediary. When you hear a coach has to go through an intermediary to get to the AD, it's trouble. That's not good. No, it's trouble. It's usually trouble. It doesn't work. And they didn't, you know, they didn't want Bo. They, they you know, you, you see things like when they beat Northwestern on the Hail Mary, the AD was not happy. You saw him on if he saw him on the sideline, you're like, oh god, he's crushed. They just won. Okay, that's a red flag. When people in the organization are misaligned, that's and you win a game like that, and everybody's celebrating, but you, then you see the AD and he's glum. That's trouble. You know it's trouble. And that's happened here way too often. That's happened here way too often. I'm sorry to bring that up. It's true. Why are you trying to bring it up? I wasn't here for him. So I, <laughs> Bill wasn't on the staff. Come on. He wasn't even here for this. Those like, are when, rough times. When, when you're in between, like I said, obviously yeah. with my passion for Nebraska, but when you're in between Nebraska jobs, you really have people like, hey, what's going on up there? I've got no, no idea. You have no idea. I'm like, I, we you have didn't want own, to know, by the way. We have our own set of uh, concerns, problems, and yeah. things, whatever's going well. I'm employed here. I'm I don't employed have time here. for that. I don't know what's going on. I don't know those players, so I don't know, but I uh, hope things go well for them. Are there. the Dolphins aligned? You can speak mm. with authority about the <laughs> Dolphins. Well, I think the, uh, the, the owner is the problem in Miami. Stephen Ross is a... He's kind of crazy, and I, I think there's owners like him out there that just they they just want to have constant turnover. They want to have the success down, and they, and they kill potential growth by doing so. Mm-hmm. You know, they they Good basically shape. have been firing coaches every three years in Miami. Mm-hmm. You got three years to make the playoffs, get it right, and guess what? If you don't, you know you're out. Brian Flores had three years. Uh, Adam Gase had three years. Mike McDaniel is going on a year two now. Well, he's made the playoffs, which is a step, but Adam Gase made it year one and was fired after year three. It's if you look, it's every three years you know somebody it, else. You know, because he just yeah. won't let anything grow. Yeah, you can talk authoritatively about the Miami franchise. You know, everything oh, there it's it. chaotic down there. Yeah, there you go. And, and you know, sometimes I feel like you know they're right in firing the coach, but last time Flores, I I was optimistic about what he could do, and you know, I was upset when he fired Brian Flores. Yes, and you were, but you, I you, I, you I, had I, to he, leave he work. Had, he had I, he had to leave work. <laughs> Yeah. Now you would I was say upset that morning. I was upset. That morning. <laughs> he was upset. You, you. That's would, incredible. You, I, I it's did. true. We'll, well go back. I, to that. I finished the show that I left. Yeah, I appreciate that. that though to be that worked up. He was that guy. worked up. You yeah. would say that the Dolphins have to win despite their owner. Yes. Okay. Uh, that's yeah. trouble. Oh, Stephen Ross. You know. Good. Good luck, they, Jake. They just lost a draft pick because he was tampering with Sean, with Sean Payton and Tom Brady. The, they lost a first round pick. Also in the AF, exist Also in the AFC is an organization that's aligned the Bengals, the Chiefs. Same way with quarterbacks that are better than yours. Who do you think's gonna who yeah, who's going to the Super Bowl? Take both yeah. those teams over Miami. It'd be yeah. an upset for the yeah. Dolphins to win. Yeah. I, I, and they have talent, but mm-hmm. the problem is that it's not aligned. Absolutely, just, just like Bill was saying. I mean, you can speak with great authority <laughs> about that brand. I hope someday that's not the case, and I can I can speak mm-hmm. like the Bengals and the you Chiefs. Can't, if but you have to say these words, we have to win despite our owner. That's, that's trouble. That's probably. I, I bet Dolphins fans would say the same thing. I bet Texans fans would say the same thing. And I don't know. But, the, and Commanders fans, yeah. Redskins. Yeah. I don't know yeah. the numbers on it, but there's also some owners that are so in the middle of everything. You talk about like like the Cowboys. Jerry Jones, he's the one who speaks to the media. After a game, <laughs> he's the only he owner. He who does that does. Right, right after the game. Like that. We're going to go to the interviews, Mr. Jones. I mean, that's the first guy who they talk you? to. Now, is that trouble? Uh, I don't know. It's, he's, obviously, he's had some success, but that's it's it's different. And I know that uh, the owner, what's his, is it Ziggy? Is that his name with, with the, the with the, with the Ziggy Vikings. Wilf, uh, Ziggy Wilf. He does for the most part. He does not. He's not in house. He's in New Jersey. He's not in there every, every even even during the season. He would fly in like on Fridays. But, yeah, so it, it was odd that Jerry speaks. After would you the say to, about the Cowboys they have not won at a high level because of their ownership? 
this could is be. not our area. Was, yeah, was Jerry speaking after games in the '90s when they had these, these you know, the great? Yeah, teams? I, I don't remember that. And obviously, the same thing. And why did they have talent? I mean, I mean, the talent is like ridiculous. Is, is there ever been a time where if you win a Super Bowl, right? If you win a Super Bowl as a coach, you're just you're stamped, no matter what. Same way if you're a quarterback that wins a Super Bowl, you're stamped. Who talks about very often like that? Man, what a job by Switzer. Yeah. It won the Super Bowl. That's how talented they were. Good point. I mean, that, not, not, now obviously Switzer was one of the you know, best college coaches ever. Did an unbelievable mm-hmm. job. My point is there's never – you never no, hear you that. Really that. No, it's just kind of, no, you never they're, really say that. No, you never really say that. No, it's kind of the same way with Coker at Miami when they won in 2001. Not really. They don't, they don't, <laughs> now, there's leftover talent, yeah, right? But, but what's that? But I'm saying uh, – Coker walked into the, into a um, the most talented oh team, God, team was a amazing. gold mine. yeah a gold mine one of the most talented teams yeah. in the history of college football that was a freak team yeah it was a freak that. team that was left over from Butch Jimmy, Davis or Butch Davis Butch, Butch, Butch Davis, Davis. Davis. Yeah. And that's what you always love uh, that'd be a great question to ask sometime hey Butch would you have done that over because he left Four. that talent to go to Cleveland, Cleveland. Yeah, the head the coach Browns. at Cleveland yeah. and, he, and he walked away from a national championship I don't I don't even know if you have to ask that question. I mean that would that, and that it did not go well in Cleveland for Butch did Davis. not go well in Cleveland and it's like he had one of the most and it was the next year right they won it the first year first year they won it so it wasn't like well they were three years off no they weren't they were one year off he would have had a title yeah and that team I wonder was what amazing the, I wonder what the dynamic there was why did he want to go to Cleveland so bad I think it just it's why just, does anybody want three to go letters to NFL that's probably right NFL yeah that's that's he left a championship he, he left so. an NFL team for another he NFL did team. yeah um that team was that ridiculous team was, yeah. at Miami yeah. they had so many first round pick and, and draft picks in general I've never yeah. seen anything like it yeah, yeah. Uh, it was never, they were no it could be they were that team. dominant without a dominant quarterback yeah Ken Dorsey was just he was Dorsey good was he was good he was yeah. a good player but you don't Andre Johnson Jeremy Shockey Clinton Portis keep going McGahey on that team who was a safety. They had Ed Reed. Ed Reed. They had uh, who were the corners? I mean, it was every year. It was, they had McKinney at left tackle. Yeah, Brian McKinney. At, um, they had Dan Morgan. They have so many linebacker. great players you could forget about. I mean, they had so many great. Jonathan Vilma, I think, was on that team. Vilma was, was definitely on that team. Clinton Portis was on that team. Look at all these great NFL players. If you imagine players. sitting there and going like, "What do you think?" Because you know, oh, I it, this is it wasn't like I had no idea Portis was good. I had I no, yeah, I had no know, idea. You know. I had, I, wow, that shocks me. I thought that was Jerry an eight. Shockey's and, pretty good. Yeah, I, did, I thought that was an eight and fourteen. I walked away from. No, you knew. So when you walked out the door like that, you like like I just walked away. You know, from a heater. I want to be careful. Never walk away from a heater. I want to be careful how I represent this, but you know, I covered that team. And I, was, you know, I talked to Frank yeah. on the record, off the record, and it was pretty fascinating in the lead up to that game. Where Frank's like was would choose his words very carefully. What do you think, Frank? You know, off the record, like you know, can you do this? And it was really fascinating. What like, did he say? I mean, it was always like, uh, you know, uh, they're really good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> right, right. I don't know. This is gonna be a rough one. It was kind of like that, right? I don't know. So good. I, yeah, I don't want to go too far down that road but it was like that like oh i don't know this is they be, didn't have a weakness this is gonna be <laughs> everything tough. was like every position yeah. was a strength yeah it was like Except like there was a game now yeah. correct me if i'm wrong but if i think that that this wasn't a game where you'd say nebraska has to play perfectly to win i don't even know if perfect would have done it <laughs> would have been lost by 10 maybe right, <laughs> right. instead of 23 we, we might get within by. 10 if we play perfect right, yeah a competitive yeah. game but you're not gonna win the but, game but yeah. it's, it's interesting like said when certain how how you weave through careers and things that got walked away from and oh. things that things that, that that how and how you walked into something. Mm-hmm. But there's another example I said like that that you just, the whole thing was about what coaches do you you know look at and you never look at Coker like 
Man, this guy. No, you don't. It was like, man, this guy got. I know he just he got. He, he, what you don't look at him like? What you don't look at him like he was Coker? But, uh, no, no, you look. You, you look at him like, man, he's a program builder. He's, no, he did this. In, you know, some guys you look at and just go, wow, wow. Let's just follow their career. Watch what they've done over their career and the different places that they've been. That didn't fall into that. That'd be the Harbaugh quote that, that he was born on third base, basically, right? About Ryan Day. About Ryan Day. Some people yeah. were born on third base. But I will say this: will be can't put, but 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 Coker. He didn't act like he was born on third. He just he he was quiet, did his job. He wasn't he wasn't walking around big eyes, big chest. No, and, he wasn't. And, and and look at me. He was just I uh, got it. But uh, Ryan Day doesn't really do that, does he? I, I, no, I'm, I'm not saying he does. No, he but does. I'm just saying that, that how he handled it. Yeah. I know this. I went down and visited Miami after they won the national championship. I was at Utah, and so I went down and spent a uh, three days down there. So with you him. before the O2 season? Yeah, yep. So this would have been uh, spring ball. Okay. Right. And I met with Stoops, who's now the head coach at Kentucky. He was the DB coach. Oh. And so we're, we had – Mark? Mark Stoops. Mark Stoops. Was the DB coach at Miami? Absolutely. Wow. So he was great. He met with me for a couple hours before practice. I sat in his meetings, all those things. But what was outstanding was so we're talking about some things they're doing coverage-wise. And I'm and a number of times I'm like, Mark, we, we can't do that. We can't do oh, that. Dude. Because the – because you're stopping the run with like six guys. I go, we have to be plus one in the box. I mean, it was. I mean, where I'm watching the film and I'm like going, yeah, we can't do that. This this trip is a waste of my time. It was, like, it was just, but it was like all I said was, wow. I said, wow, wow. That's gotta wow. go now, Mark. Yeah, and, and it's like, what do, what do you guys do? What are you guys playing here? Quarters. And what are they? How about they go over to, to this? Quarters. How about they do this? Quarters. And then these five or six guys whip everyone's ass, and then we just double all these guys back here, and then they can't do anything. Thing. And then, it, I mean, it was like it was the mo- most mo- remarkable film. I did. I came away from it just, just thinking that was fun. And then I watched practice. And I, I, I'm like, that was fun, but I got literally nothing out of it. That's you, amazing. What'd you get? I was like, hey, really good players. That's that's a Kyle Whittingham. What, what, what do you think? Really good players. I wasted my time. I wasted my time. But it was warm. It was nice. South Beach. Yeah, someday I might have a radio show that I can share this share story. This it story. won't be a waste of time. Yeah, but yes. That's amazing. Yes. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Great weather. Great video. Quarters. Help me at all. Quarters. 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 <laughs> Just double. We'll, we'll double the two outside receivers. Uh, well, are the safeties in the run fit? Yeah, no. No, don't, don't need them. Don't need them. Don't need them. See the, see, the, see the center getting knocked back? That really helped us a lot. <laughs> that helped us a lot. Uh, yeah. How, see the pass rush? Yeah, we can rush three and sack the quarterback. A <laughs> couple of departures from Nebraska football. I'll tell you that. Yes. Next, an early break in the ticket.